Hi friends, welcome to Chige's podcast. In 2014, I got very sick because I was so busy taking care of everyone else that I neglected myself. So I made a promise to God that I was going to live life differently by focusing more on my purpose, path, and priorities, which is exactly what I'm doing. I'm an adult nurse practitioner and an entrepreneur. I educate and empower women to reach higher levels of productivity and healing so that they can build and balance a successful career, a thriving business, a happy home with personal development and self-care. So think of me like your accountability partner. This podcast is about sharing stories of my life experiences with useful resources I use to navigate life as a working mom and wife. Join me for lots of life lessons, laughter, and possible tears. It's going to be fun. Hi guys, how are you doing? So today I'm going to talk about how we should be like water and have structure and form, but also be adaptable and flexible. So let me break it down. Water comes in different forms. But water is also very flexible and it adjusts. Water that we are familiar with is in the liquid form. We drink water, we use it to bathe, we use it to wash. Water has multiple functions and multiple properties. But under the right temperature, under a certain pressure, water adapts. Because it becomes vapor, it turns to a gas, it turns to steam. Or when it's cold, water becomes solid and it can turn to ice. So the message I have to share with you today is to encourage you that in as much as we create a plan to give us structure, we also have to be flexible because life sometimes happens and the plan we have created and put in place may not be feasible at that point in time. So we have to be wise to know when to adapt to our environment, when to adapt to the situation that we are experiencing. So anyway, let me share a story with you. This week has been crazy for me. And when I say crazy, I mean crazy. So many things have been going on. As you may know, I am not only married and have a toddler son, but I am also a full-time working woman and I have businesses that I am taking care of. So you can just imagine how hectic my life is. But this week has been off the chain. (laughs) So my son just turned 23 months um, last week. And we decided to wean him off his pacifier. So we started doing this on a Saturday. Our plan was to start on the weekend and hopefully within two to three days, he will adjust to not having the pacifier. So 
sometime last month, my husband and I um, had a conversation and we kind of came up with a plan on and made a list of a few things we wanted to do with our son um, in terms of, um, you know, raising him, guiding him and helping him um, move on in his development and weaning him off his pacifier was the first on the list, but we had planned to space them all out so um as he was turning two he would at least get off the pacifier and then at some point after that we will also go into potty training him and improving you know helping him with his you know alphabets and numbers just so he can start progressing um with his speech so the pacifier was on the top of the list. We also had cut down TV time. And let me tell you, my son was not having it. He was not happy. So on Saturday, we weaned CJ off the pacifier and it was rough. We thought that it would take maybe a couple of days and he would adjust. But it was just hard seeing him struggle and seeing how it was affecting him. So right now we're on day six without the pacifier. And this whole week has been a hot mess, but we have done well um, coping and adjusting. So when we weaned him off, CJ started losing sleep. He was not sleeping well. He wasn't drinking enough water. He wasn't even drinking milk as he um, liked. Again, CJ, our son, is very particular about um, what he likes and when he uses things like his toys. Even though he's been teething off and on the past you know, several months, he doesn't care so much about the teething toys that we have, like Sophie the giraffe, um, the neck beads that, um, you know, kids can chew on. He has a variety of chew toys that are specifically designed for teething, but he really doesn't care about that. What he usually loves to do is if he's in bed and he starts teething, he just kind of chews a little bit on his pacifier or he tries to chew on something that is not for chewing, like the remote control or even like his sweatshirt, <laughs> which we keep telling him you can't do that. But he generally uses his pacifier only when he's in bed. And once we took it, took it away, he would cry when we put him to bed. Generally, he is not a kid that fusses when it's bedtime. He gets in once he has his little baby pillow and he has his pacifier, he's good. And even when he wakes up in the morning, he just plays in his crib. And sometimes we may even come in and give him a couple of more toys and he is happy. He can play for a good hour or even an hour and a half before he has to get out of the crib. But once his pacifier was gone, it was a struggle to go to sleep. He would cry. But for the most part, 
within 15 minutes or so, he would eventually fall asleep. So that was not so bad. But the worst part of his sleep cycle getting messed up was he wasn't sleeping enough. So generally, not time, he sleeps at least three hours. But now he's barely sleeping an hour on a belly an hour. And we notice that once he just wakes up, he is frustrated. He is angry because he can't see his pacifier, which he usually just finds on his bed and puts in his mouth and starts playing, starts running around and jumping in his crib. But since there was no pacifier, he just wakes up and he starts crying. He doesn't even get up to jump or play. He just sits there and he cries and just gets frustrated. And at night, even though he's an early riser, he would again wake up and play. But CJ now, he wakes up and he just throws a fit. And this week, it has been such a nightmare because the boy that used to wake up around more like around 7 a.m., started waking up by 5 a.m. And that threw off our schedule so much because I generally wake up around 5 so I can take care of myself, you know, do my meditation, my journaling, my prayers, my read my Bible, do all the things I need to do to feed my soul, to um, renew my mind and refresh my, my spirit. And after doing this, I generally do some work um, related to my business before I get ready for my job as a nurse practitioner and I work nine to five. So this is generally what my schedule looks like. And CJ usually wakes up around seven. So when I'm getting ready to, you know, go to work, that's generally when we get him out of bed and, you know, I get to spend a few minutes with him before I go. But this boy woke up 5 a.m. and threw off my schedule. And, you know, that also meant throwing off Michael's schedule too, because Michael, who is a late nighter, who usually goes to bed late and wakes up later than I do, um, now had to also be up by 5 a.m. because I had some things I had to do. So I am so glad that Michael was able to, you know, get up and help out with CJ Moore while I try to get some things done. So on top of the tantrums he was throwing um, at bedtime, he started being more fussy and more difficult during the daytime. And Michael still works full-time, but since the pandemic, Michael has been home, not only working full-time at his job, but he also has his business that he runs after hours. And on top of it, he takes care of CJ all day while I am in the clinic. So you can imagine how difficult this got once he just started throwing these tantrums during the day and it was he would be so frustrated and I think part of it is 
yes, not having his pacifier, but now with him losing sleep, he's probably frustrated. And on top of it, he's not able to verbally communicate how he feels, um, you know, to us. And I can, I can only imagine how frustrated he is. So of course, with all this tension, all, um, with, you know, all these changes that are going on, his schedule being thrown off because of the pacifier has thrown off our schedule. Like, you know, as a parent, your, your, your life is literally running side by side with your kids' lives and your kids' schedules. And it's like, once something is off with them, that can throw you off too, because at the end of the day, like you have to take care of your kids. And, um, it's been so hard. So of course this week I have been a little bit all over the place on, on Monday, I forgot my charger at home. So, and I didn't charge my phone overnight. So I was at work literally running on 30% of, um, you know, charged phone. And eventually I, when I got off, my phone finally died. I got home and I plugged it into the charger. Why is it that my phone crashed? After such an intense week already, like Monday was the beginning of the week, but because we started weaning CJ off the pacifier Saturday, it felt like the week was almost over. So forgetting my charger, then my phone crashed. And that's my phone that has a lot of content, a lot of posts that I have drafted uh, in there, um, pictures, videos, so much. And I haven't, and I hadn't backed up my phone recently. So my phone crashed. We're still dealing with CJ, who is being difficult every single day. And then on top of it, Yesterday, as I said, he woke up 5 a.m., threw us all off. It was hot. And then on top of it, I was trying to launch my podcast because I committed to getting this done. I'm glad I was able to do it and execute um, my plan. But eventually, when I was rushing out of the house to go to work, I realized my gas tank was on empty. So I had to pull over and I had to get gas for my car and I was late to work. And so now I'm driving to work. I My work is a good 45 minutes from my house. I am driving to work and I'm trying and then I decide to call the clinic to speak to the manager there and let them know that hey, I'm running late. And and then I, I realized that I don't have my original phone, which has their contact number. And I can't even call my agency to contact them because I don't even have their number either on my phone. So the phone I'm now using is my old phone that I've had from Maryland, it's a, it's a, is the same line, but of course it's a, a different phone, but 
I didn't have any updated contacts on this phone. So I had to call my husband to go into my email to find my agency's number, call my contact person, and then tell them to call the clinic and let them know I was running late, but I was on the way because I know the manager that if she you know, checked on me to make sure I was okay. And I, she didn't hear from me because I didn't have that phone. She was going to be very worried and I didn't want them to panic. So again, I was just trying to, um, communicate what was going on. And honestly, the chiggy, the chiggy of before would have been so frustrated and would have freaked out from all the different things going on this week. I, before I would have been so anxious, I would have been so frustrated. I would have just beaten myself up and just feel like crap. Like the whole day would have been trash. This whole week would have been in the dump based on how I used to be because I Sometimes we just let things get to me and because of me wanting to be so perfect, when things don't go as planned, it would have been so frustrating for me and that energy would have just even messed up my day and messed up my week. But you know what I decided to do? Despite the challenges of this week, despite the crazy day that I had, despite the struggle we are going through at home with CJ being weaned off this pacifier, what I did was I just took a deep breath and I reminded myself that this is life. And no matter how much you plan and how much you want things to just fall in line perfectly, that's not how life works all the time. And you have to be willing to just roll with it, but don't let it stick, let it roll off you. So I had to give myself a pep talk and say, hey, Chiggy, you need to relax. You need to take a deep breath. I need to just release the tension. There is no point to let this affect your mood, affect your energy. Because when, when, when you let things that happen in your life that is out of your control affect you, what happens is that it messes up your mood. It messes up your, your, your ability to focus. It just messes even your ability to function properly. And, and so I was like, there is no point to worry about things that are beyond my control or even things that have happened that I cannot change. So instead of carrying, carrying it and mentally um, beating, on, beating up myself, just, just let it go. Learn from it and just try to do better and keep it moving. So anyway, I'm just grateful that even despite it all, I have a partner. I have a husband who is amazing and who is supportive because the fact that things were crazy, but he was still able to show up, you know, wake up earlier than usual to help me out so that I can 
um, so that I can do what I need to do for myself and for the family so that I'm able to, you know, create the content that I need to create. I'm able to prep for work that I am that I'm just grateful for that. And, you know, sometimes in life things happen and it gets hard. We go through different challenges, but, um, I just want to encourage you that try to focus on the blessings in your life. Try to um, learn from the process. Try to learn from the challenges you're facing. And also try to get creative and come up with solutions to prevent that from happening or put in certain systems so that when something like this come up, you now have something that you can reach for that can help you um, cope in that situation. So my message is despite all the plans you make, you have to not be rigid. If you are rigid and pressure is applied, you break. But when you learn to be flexible, to be fluid like water, you're able to bend and not break. You're able to adjust. You're able to adapt. You're able to even pivot when you need to. And that is the best way to be. Do not be too rigid. Have structure, but also be flexible. So be again, be gentle with yourself. Give yourself grace. Let go of the things beyond your control and just focus on the things that you can manage, which is your mood, you, your energy, your mindset, even your reaction to things. You may not have control of the situation, but I promise you, you are in control of how you choose to react and deal with that situation. So let the negativity roll off. Um, don't get mad. If you get if you get frustrated, it's okay. Just find a healthy way to blow off some steam. Let it out. If you need to go to a quiet place and scream, go ahead and do that. If you need to call someone and vent, go ahead and do that. But the sooner you let go of the frustration, the sooner you release that energy, the quicker you will, you know, you'll be able to move on. You know, because any form of negative energy that you hold on to, it only builds up in your system. You know, it tenses your, your muscles. It stiffens you up. You know, it, 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 it's like a burden on your, on your mind. It's a burden on your, on your body. And, you also, and that also blocks the flow of ideas and creativity and joy in your life, which you don't want to do. So just learn to, to let the negativity roll off. Learn from the situation and um, be patient with yourself, okay? Be patient. Life, you, you are not perfect. Life isn't perfect. All you can do is your best and, um, and that's all you can do. And you just continue to live and learn and grow from it. So, you know, for... All the parents out there, the dads, the moms who are navigating life, <laughs> who are 
trying to figure out things for themselves, even while raising kids. Like, I see you, I feel you, um, I, I get it, you know? Even for the people who just wear different hats and juggle different responsibilities, um, that's a lot. It's not easy. Um, so I just want you to know that you are doing a great job and be patient with yourself. Take a deep breath and give yourself grace. You know, simplify your life as much as possible and learn to leverage the resources that you have because you don't have to do it all. You don't have to do it all alone and you don't have to do it all at once. You can decide it is time to reflect and reevaluate your life and decide on the things that you need to eliminate. And then, you know, you can decide to use the other system of automating things, of delegating things. And when you do these things, you can now you now realize that what you have to do has been simplified. Your priority is smaller and you can properly focus to get it done. You know, you don't want to do everything by yourself and all at once. So I encourage you to be mindful about how you choose to show up for yourself and for others. Be mindful about how you choose to cope in different situations and um, how to show up as your best self. So if you, ha- if you need any more resources on how to properly manage your time, your energy, your resources, and, um, you know, and your life, literally, to also manage your life, just go ahead to my website and um, check out my productivity bundle. Um, It's something I recently created to help other busy and overwhelmed working women, you know, busy moms like myself to better manage their resources. So I have um, created and shared the practical, practical tools that I have used in my life to be able to juggle and balance all the different aspects of my life. So I have a productivity workbook in there. I have um, mindset makeover tools. I also have a planner, a manifestation journal, and a productivity guide because you need to have the right tools and resources in place and you need to have a plan and a system in place to be able to show up and be the best person that you can be. Because when you are functioning at your highest capacity and when you are your best, then you can show up and give your best to other people. So again, remember, I'm here to support you. I'm here to cheer you on. Um, I'm here to be your accountability partner. Again, take a step today, do something new, do something different today to get you closer to your goal. And no matter what happens that that tries to throw you off, just let it roll off and keep your focus 
okay, on your priorities. Have a wonderful day and be productive.